this life, gotta make your own deals, chase your own thrills, pay your own bills, on the outer loop, sitting on chrome wheels, phone synced up to the newest chrome bills, on air, who cares if it's right or wrong, I just care which guests they invited on, without a minute to stall, and there was liquor involved with some hype songs, and the night is young, right on cue, the talking begins, and we check out what Steve Bills got on the blends, a bit grimy. A backdrop from the late 80s to the mid 90s Till it finally takes us to a rhythm that works And K. Chrome spits a verse that he didn't rehearse Both flex skills proving it's all in So gather around for the newest installment Chrome Bills Episode number 130 You are about to get done dirty Your son's flirty Back up in the house after a brief <laughs> hiatus. Actually, I think uh, right on the nose, three months. Three months wow. off. <laughs> Paid really? paternity leave for C's Mike's after mm-hmm. he shut it down. Shut it shut it down. Now, do you We're mean, back in the mix, hitting the ground running. Do you mean paid, paid paternity leave? Uh... <laughs> It's a little loud. Yeah, turn that down just a little bit. <laughs> Still get the uh, cobwebs out, the kink, <laughs> the hamstring pulls, loosen up the groin. There you go. Am I getting paid paternity leave from Chrome Bills? Because I sure as shit wasn't getting it from my job. That was I had my leave. But hmm. are you saying that you and Steve? Recording live from uh, Finland. <laughs> the three of us, we should start like a, a Chrome Bills 401k. We should start paternity leave, maternity leave. You could take a week off for your cat, whatever you need. Yeah, I was thinking I a, cat, the, a cat. While we were service. gone, <laughs> while we were gone, uh, I aged so much that my rap name became 401k Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> nice, strong. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, this is Chrome Bills. It's a podcast, and as my friend Ron asked when I, we were talking uh, recently, he was like, "You know, when was the last time you guys did the podcast?" I was like, Honestly, I don't remember which is the last episode you heard, and he said. What's that big interview you had? <laughs> I thought, well, <laughs> if he doesn't know who the, the guest of the big interview was, maybe it didn't. our show's not landing the way we had hoped. But we had Open Mike Eagle on the last episode. It's available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Who Check it you? out. Who are you? Yeah, I think also it was early, I think there was, it was a bonus September. app after that, too. Bonus <laughs> app? Recap? Yeah, bonus very, <laughs> it's very meta. We milk that thing Rope for everything. Good. Everything it was worth. Mm-hmm. I love the technical difficulties thus far. I know you knocked over the mic. The <laughs> cat was just chewing, chewing got, on your earphone. We always have this. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only one. Well, no, Chuck, Chuck was pretty on point, like yeah. technically, technologically. This is only technically. Yeah. yeah. It's still a ri- little rusty with the content, but <laughs> technically. <laughs> fire. Fire. Uh, Chuck, Chuck, is anything Rest in peace, si- Little signif- Rusty, by the way. Who? Rest in peace, Little Rusty. Who's that? No, I'm just fucking. Just fucking. <laughs> okay. There, I guarantee you, there was once a rapper named Lil Rusty. If there, let's Google it. <laughs> Lil Rusty, if you're out there, hit us up. We want to do an interview. Shout out. Chuck. There were a anything... lot of different styles names that came up, by the way, while we were gone, that I should have been taken down. Yes. I was gonna say I thought maybe you had some. <laughs> I gotta. I'd have to dig back. I'll pull them for the next up. Uh, little flank steak. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, so uh, my boy, he doesn't have much family, so on Thanksgiving he just uh, stays home and masturbates uh, a lot. He calls it Spanksgiving. Wow. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, it, it was bad. I liked uh, Itchy Boy. 
It's your boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's your boy. Mm-hmm. Actually seems like a really good rap name. So, I think that that would pop. So what's what's the uh, what's the bigger news? Babies being born, or or nuptials being? Uh, do you sign nuptials? Are nuptials? Signed? I think it's. I think it's one and the same. I think they're equally as important. I think that you don't sign nuptials as someone who's married and has attended a lot of weddings. I would think you'd know that. But <laughs> well, I don't. I have no idea. Maybe your life is all a lie. The nuptials are the promises you make in front of people. Let's yeah, start with uh, let's start with the only one that added us a follower. True. <laughs> on, right. On yeah. Apple Podcast. Justin's yes. dad. <laughs> no Your daughter got a phone yet? Make sure she well, signed I'll up on this. iTunes and SoundCloud. She can't. She can't walk, which means she can't run away when I start playing it. You know what I mean? Like, yo, listen to this. Hit subscribe. Yeah, my daughter was born. It's been it, it, it's just to show you. Uh, the thing I keep telling everybody is it's incredible how something that can't walk or talk completely takes over the house. Mm -hmm. My wife and I have a king size bed, right? Pretty big bed. My daughter doesn't even sleep in the bed yet. Hmm. She's in a bassinet next to the bed. I there's not room for me in that bed because there's so much stuff on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that's where it's at. And then when Chuck said I'm you know, I'm sure all three of us have thought when was the last time we recorded a podcast? Things have been so like drastically different from our routine and, and you guys might have noticed. I'm routine driven. I need routines mics. I was like it could it, you could say it's been 2 weeks. When you said 3 months, I was like that might as well be a lifetime ago. I can't believe that, that it was that long ago. <laughs> So when was should have left you? When was the last time you slept past 10 a.m.? So she was born September 28th. I mean, maybe two weeks before that. Uh, the better question, right. honestly, like it's like, it's the uh, consistent. It's the it's stringing together several hours. Yes. She started to she sort of put on enough weight and you know has settled into to doing that, but like I, I get up at six every morning and take her for, you know, I'm, I'm taking some time off of work this week for Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Or as my man calls it, Spanksgiving. <laughs> I'm not letting that one go. <laughs> um, so I get up at six every morning and take her for like an hour and a half, sometimes two hours. Like, well, give my, give my wife a break. Cause you know, they're not sleeping more than like two or three hours at a time. At six Oh three, I start getting texts. Cause I'm downstairs. She's like, where are you? She's hungry. Where are you? She's hungry. Oh. <laughs> like so, you could have said ten. You could have said six oh three, but neither would just take the under on both of them. Right. So it's great. I wouldn't try it. Do it's all the cliches that people say. It's the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. She's a lot of fun. Uh, so it, it's just it's the best thing. How are you? I, I recall us talking about you having an aversion to uh, changing poopy diapers. How's that been going for you? I can't remember what stand up I saw, but somebody was saying like. You know, they're like, oh, like, you know, I was so averse to changing diapers in the first like three months. I was like, this is nothing. And then once they start eating solid food, that's when like you're changing shits bigger than the ones you take. I mean, now it doesn't smell and it's not right. I, you know, it, it's one of these things where I'll, I'll tell anybody, like, if you're thinking about having kids or whatever, like, it's not like you're not going to love the kid, right? Mm. But it's like the lack of sleep. Sometimes you're dealing with like spit up. Like I'm not even at a point where I'm dealing with like really nasty bodily fluids. But there's been a couple mishaps where I just look at it. I'm like, I love you way too much to trip about this or not do this. But I will say this. Mm. You better feel that way. Right. Because for me, you, like you're going to do it. 
because it's your child. Like you're, you're biologically, you're going to have a biological reaction for a throwback to, to do it. But I enjoy doing it because I'm at an age now. I'm like, I'd rather be doing this than going out. You know, like I, I feel like I'm emotionally and mentally ready to deal with it. I can't imagine a having a child before you're ready. And, and Steve, a uh, friend of friend of the show, uh, Ali has two kids, right? Yeah. Uh, I think like three and one. Okay. My daughter was alive for three days, only three days. She wasn't even like doing anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I texted him. I was like, I, I can't imagine having two of these at once. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Steve, how, how is that possible? Yeah. Sometimes you meet people with like five kids and you just look at them like you're an alien, you know, right. like what, right. like, oh, what, like, like, what happened to you? Why would you do that to yourself? Now, do you think do you think that their approach is just more because the one thing I've definitely learned is you just have to go with the flow. Yeah, you got no point you making plans. Yep. Right. <clears throat> That's why if you if you meet a person and you ask it and they they say they have three kids or something, right? And then you ask their the ages and they're like, oh, 19, 17, and three. <laughs> after they after they say the three, they'll they'll look at you and like give you this big smile, like, right? Oh, whoops. Right, you know, like <laughs> right. The last one is always like, yeah, accidental instrumentals. Yeah, still getting it in, still getting it in. Like, yeah, well, yeah. I, ho- you know, I mean, office holiday party was lit this year. <laughs> well, it's funny because Steve, you were kind enough to hit me up, and you're like, yo, like we'd love to come by, pay our respects, and I'd love to have you. Yeah, but I tell anybody, I'm like, you know what? We could have plans like a week from now, and on a Sunday, like an hour before that, I'm gonna call and bake. She's just not <laughs> like it, it, you're not going to enjoy coming over here. I she's think, not doing anything bad. Yeah. She just she's just crying and like you know, you figure out like the the changing feeding, like all those things to deal with the crying. Sometimes they just get fussy. Do you do you uh, feel like more of a middleman between <laughs> your wife and the baby at this point? <laughs> so it's you're funny. Like the, like, you're like the bouncer who will let anybody in, right. and your wife <laughs> and your wife is like, you need to be more selective about who's coming in this house. No, we've been well. So when we moved into the house, uh-huh. uh, there's my wife has a large family, and I, I love all each and every one of them. But when we first moved in, there was like a, a we were all we had moved in. I think it was actually my birthday, and I was like doing a bunch of stuff around the house. But it got to a point where like some people had been there for like four hours, and I, I stepped up to the play. I was like, I very politely was like, you know, I, I just feel bad that we're not giving you the attention that you know you came all the way Go out ahead, here. Spin that. And under my under my breath, being like, because you've been here for four fucking hours, <laughs> That's a long no time. human could give you enough attention. No, I'm just kidding. No, but you know, like you yeah. get you get used to politely being able to, and and people people are so understanding. I think mean, anybody who, even people who don't have kids, well, I shouldn't say that. Some of my friends are assholes, but people who don't have kids, they get it. You know, like it's just a it's an unpredictable human being you know yep i the cliche of like a a baby being like a drunk person it's so it's just right on the head the unpredictability of the behavior the the, there's like no rhyme or reason to when they why they get upset wait till she's two yeah yeah. wait till she's two yeah 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 (laughs) but she you know i you know for my dudes out there i don't know if you feel this way when she farts, you know, like it's like a little baby fart. It's the funniest fucking thing to me. It just cracks me up, man. And she's cute. My wife is amazing. You know, that's another thing. The dynamic, I could see this going the other way, you mm-hmm. know, in a bad way in a marriage, but the dynamic that opens up between you and your wife uh, or your partner when you're raising a child, 
uh, I'm very proud to have the wife that I do because she's a great mom. There's yeah. moments like I, I had never changed the diaper, you know, like yeah. you asked. She'd come out in the living room, <laughs> like hunched over the baby, like wiping my forehead. She's like, why are you sweating? I was like, I can't figure this out. Because, you know, she was, you know, my daughter weighed, now she's over 10 pounds. Like, you know, it's like putting a diaper on a football now. Right. When she was born, she yeah. was six, it was like trying to tie a bow tie on, on a fucking worm. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, it's not enough for you to like do it. So, but you know, my wife steps up to the plate is great with that. She's been very patient with me. And I feel like now, we have a very good rhythm. And by rhythm, I mean on Saturday, as I'm packing my bag to go to basketball, she's like, nope, you stay in here and <laughs> help. That's the good rhythm right there. Yeah. So. <laughs> and so for our listeners who, who may not know the intricacies of Cole's daily life, I who could have a complete and total mental meltdown from missing three free throws in a row. <laughs> so imagine him unable to get a diaper on a baby on the fourth try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And you don't get mad, you know, like it's not the kind of thing you're just like, God, like, how am you I going to call get ball. you in? Right, right, right. Well, it, it, it is one of those things where the first two weeks, like pretty much anything I would do, I didn't do a whole lot wrong, but like if I wasn't, if I couldn't get the diaper on right away, she was crying. I was like, how am I going to keep you alive until you have to go to college? Like, I can't even do this. And then, you know, as you accumulate days. Yeah. And it's just like like it's been almost 60 days that she's been alive. I'm like, you know, she's been alive more days than she hasn't, you know. So yeah. <laughs> we're doing good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Leo the other day, just to give you some perspective. At Who are age, you? At age two, my man, I'm sitting on the couch. He comes up to me, hands me the t- television remote control, and just says, watch Bubble Guppies. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Like, we're about to watch some Bubble Guppies. Like, right, right. Right. And not a hint of irony in his voice. It's like, like, no. These like, are the words I've used to this, communicate this, this to you. This is it. Uh, so, Chuck, big change in your life. Hmm. You signed Massive. a contract. Massive. Bigger you signed, than. You signed your nuptials. Bigger than your change. Much bigger. <laughs> yeah. In a sense, it is. Because you have a. Would you? Yeah, it's funny because when my daughter was born, I was like, well, we aren't going anywhere anytime soon. But the second you got married, were you like, oh, we got to start like figuring out you already knew that you were going on the honeymoon and everything but were you like i gotta catch flight pack all that stuff uh we didn't leave until wednesday oh wow uh, smart move such a power move because i couldn't even uh, you know i have like a pedometer and i think i put in 65 steps on the sunday yeah. and, <laughs> and 63 of them 63 of them were from just after midnight before I went to bed. No. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, but I legitimately couldn't move. Uh, it's is weird because you, you know, you, did, you couldn't if you move have a, those numbers aren't entirely true, but <laughs> the, uh, the, the intent is there. No, I mean, leading up to it, it's like you have family. You guys have both been married. You know what this is like. Like you have family coming into town, friends coming into town. Um, if you have a job and you're trying to button all that stuff up, it kind of goes to the side for a couple of days. So it was nice to, you know, take a few days off, have the wedding weekend, go back to work for two days, sort of level everything out again, and then hit the road for, you know, I think we were gone for 10 days. So we were in Italy, went to Bologna, Modena, and Venice. Um, wedding itself was awesome. I mean, we lucked out. The, the weather that day was amazing. Wife looked beautiful. Everyone was in a good mood. Steve Bills killed the best man's speech. 
available on SoundCloud and iTunes. <laughs> and you know what I feel like we should play at the end of this hmm. is Steve reading the speech. Uh, I know Chuck sent me the, the piece of paper if you don't still have it. My speech was a, I have it, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see if we can dig up the audio somewhere. But I don't. I don't. I don't want to make him reread it. No, no. I mean, <laughs> it was it was super fun. It was it was amazing for me to do, and it was just such a privilege, you know, and an, and an honor, man. So thank you for for giving me the opportunity, you know, to Hell yeah. to send you off in style. You know what I mean? It was arguably the most hip hop best man speech that anyone's ever given. I saw the copy of it, man. It was incredible. Very well written. I know your delivery. I know you killed it with the cadence. You were on beat. It was dope. Actually, Steve at the last minute pulled uh so DJ Rags, friend of the show, Shout out he's, to Rags. he's been interviewed. Uh they put together a little something before. Um and right when Steve went to go out to do the best man speech, they started playing the instrumental from Lose Yourself. Oh wow. He, he kind of like walked over like he was going to start rapping. <laughs> He's like, here we go. <laughs> Classy. A couple people told me they're like, I thought I wanted you to keep going. I thought you were going to do the whole song. <laughs> so, right. no. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah, that um, yeah, you had you had the ambiance going on though, man. Like the weather was perfect. Rooftop bar, dude. It was, yeah, it was nice. Real. Nice. I mean, if you said October twenty first in New York City, yeah. I would not have thought 75 degrees. <laughs> wow. And so, not humid or anything? Just no, it was perfect. Yeah, and there were two awesome. weeks later when we got back, we got back on a Saturday after the honeymoon, so it must have been November 5th or something like that. Mm. Someone in our building was having a wedding, and uh, we could just see people coming in out of the lobby and tuxes and everything, and it was like 37 degrees out. <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, I don't even. I guess we would have had to move everything inside. Like we kind of had backup plans for if it rained or or anything. But uh, no, Wait, I just was looked the wedding out, at your building. Did you do it on the rooftop of your building? No, no, it was uh, on the rooftop in Brooklyn. Gotcha. But it was amazing, man. I, f I feel blessed. I was I was crying the whole ceremony. Yeah. Like Did you cry? Did, no. <laughs> I, dude, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice you That's, crying. You know why? Because you're standing behind me. Hey, yo. hey true that. <laughs> <laughs> now I know why you were crying. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, reception next morning. It's good, man. You know, it's like uh, you uh, you live a lot of life, and some days are just like the day before or the day after. Right. And then you get those certain moments to, like, just stand out and – I mean that's why I think the the idea of a wedding and when you when you properly execute it is just it's a beautiful thing. It's something I I think about you know I've thought about every day since it happened and that I'll never forget. That's really how best way to explain it. Glad to hear that, man. Yeah. I'm glad you hear you got you and Justin got the day you deserve. Did were you pretty heavily involved in uh in putting it together? Uh, yes. Okay. And by that I mean that's what I would say when questions came up. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to do this? Yes. Yes. I'm sure this joke has been said before, but it's it's funny that women, like they have their normal jobs for their entire life, and then when they go to get married, all of a sudden they're a, an event planner, <laughs> right? Like, right. Okay, now you're an event planner for the next six months. Good luck. Was she? Did you guys have like outside help involved with that, or was her mom doing a lot of the heavy lifting with it? No, I mean she completely owned it and knocked it out the box. I mean it was just. Yeah amazing yeah. you don't realize you know even when it, like it wasn't like we had a ton of shit going on necessarily at the event like you know people will do 
uh, 50,000 like games and speeches and breakdowns and all this. I mean, we had two speeches. We had, uh, you know, I think like first dance, uh, you know, mother, son, father, daughter. And uh, that was really good. The classics. Shout out to, and, and Justin's friend Becky did the, did the ceremony and just like that was perfect. ridiculous like oh. she, did, she did so well it was amazing it was really and nice. uh, i actually hadn't seen what she was going to say before like we had gone out to lunch one time talked about stuff to to share with her and then uh you know t- she kind of like put it all together justin had done a quick proofread i was up there and i was like about three minutes into it i was like oh wait this is like completely tailored to us it, it really was it, mo- it was you amazing know, yeah yeah, you could tell she put a lot of a lot of thought and time into that. There might have been a slight embellishment on one <laughs> hip hop aspect of the. Uh, oh, do tell! I didn't even <laughs> catch story. that. So, um, we were at a show. We were we were at a show. Yeah, she was like, you know, some of you, as some of you probably know, Chuck is a rapper. I mean, <laughs> not just a rapper. Chuck is a really good rapper, right? So I'm like, oh god, where's this going? Yeah. And uh, I remember that there was. <laughs> this time where we were freestyling and I said, you know, other MCs be cupping the mic. Shout out to Justin, that's the love of my life. Hmm. Like and it would like it hit perfectly on the beat while we were freestyling. Uh her recollection of the event is a little bit different than how it went down. And she's like, Chuck stops the music and is like and like basically she quoted me as like serenading her or something you know, something I had that same right. intent that was like, Thank you for all the support. Right, and for always being there for me and all this, and I'm like out of the corner of my eye, I'm like looking at Rashid and Ben because <laughs> I'm sure they're like, "What show is this?" I right, don't right, remember right. this one. Right, like that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. That's right, but it was right. It was in the spirit, you know. You guys are putting was, on a. Sh- I mean, it's a show in 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 a lot of aspects, you know. Wow, you got to put on the That's show. So true. You got to put on the show for the people, man. <laughs> yeah, there's a venue. I made up half the stuff out. I said in my speech. It was <laughs> half of that was made up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so uh, Steve's first line is he goes, for those of you that don't know me, I'm the guy who's standing between you and Scribble Jam 2017. Nobody got, I don't know if anybody got that joke. <laughs> maybe, like, maybe Cam yeah. and me, Jason. That's probably about it. And were you with like a, a lot of people were able to come out uh, from far and wide? Yeah, we had a good turnout. That's dope. We had, we had like 90 people. That's dope. Yeah. I remember at my wedding, I was like, if only I could figure out how to get this many people out to one of my shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. You know? And so you, you got... You should have opened for your own wedding. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You have a... Caesar's so wedding gonna... featuring Desmatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Des- this is success is the best revenge. <laughs> no, there's, there's a merch table over by the open bar. <laughs> oh, God, that's hilarious. Right, what's up with my boy Open Bar Eagle, though? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Chuck, tell me about uh, tell me about uh, how you felt the next morning. Were you were you pretty banged up, or it's just a long day, even if you don't booze. Um, he so fell, he fell down. There's a there's a story that's well documented on this podcast about uh, me ordering food. It was me, Steve, and Justin were sleeping in a hotel room after Caesar's wedding. And uh, we ordered room service, and then all of us fell asleep. And the guy came and knocked on the door, and I went and got it. And he attempted to roll the tray into the room. And I said, "No, no, no! I got this! I got this!" And uh, proceeded to drop all. Of the- <laughs> 
food on the floor as I as I got to about the thirty degree mark of the one eighty I needed to make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I think I've decided that I should no longer be allowed to touch any sort of food. Yeah. After weddings, because yeah. let's just say I we were out we were out pretty late, and then we were going back to the hotel and stopped to get some late night food, and maybe I was carrying two bags. And uh, have you have you ever seen a slip and slide commercial? Yeah, like, yeah. old enough to remember that. <laughs> yeah, where they just kind of get they kind of get a good run, and then they do like a Superman. <laughs> so just like picture if that kid was carrying like two bags of groceries, oh. and instead of it being a slip and slide, it was a concrete, uh, a dirty, oh, 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 New York City. Oh, oh man! So oh. what happened to the food? Um, it was, you know, it was a little, little yeah. mashed together. Still very edible. <laughs> a little, okay. little gravel in there never hurt anybody. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> Texture. Like, you know, it's funny because I was just thinking. There's some crunch to this steak and cheese. If you're drunk enough, you're definitely going to eat that food. Like, <laughs> I'll eat a, a brick. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Put some ketchup on it. Yeah, it's organic, it, right? Right. Well, it's funny because I'm thinking, I was like, well, you know, a lot of weddings, sometimes they go late. Like, where do you go to, to eat afterwards? I can't think of a better city in America than New York City. Like after a wedding, Dog. like what do you want? Like anything, <laughs> dude. I didn't talk week, to a single week. person who didn't eat later on in the night. Like yeah. at some point, whether it was like at the bar after, on the way back, they immediately went back. Yeah, we got like, there. Even my mom's like, "Oh, we stopped and got a pizza." Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I strapped on seven pounds. <laughs> well, that's wow. the one over that the, I've over I've the weekend. Yeah, I've noticed with uh, being home more and. Uh, exercising less yeah. <laughs> you know and plus like people bringing a ton of food a big italian family like i i'm, I'm wondering if subconsciously that's why i've always avoided living in new york city because if there's food around i'm gonna eat it and yeah. get out of shape real yeah. quick and you know like here what am i gonna fucking walk to 7-eleven that's the only thing open new york go out the front door whatever you over. want yeah 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 so what is, what is the, the nearby close yeah. the nearby stores do you close when um, there's a 7-Eleven that's probably like a 20-minute walk. Uh, that's the only thing that, like, there's a, a grocery store. There's actually a pretty big plaza, you know, of, like, stores and shit around me. But the place, like, my go-to deli there, I think probably closes at, like, 9 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if it's, like, 11 o'clock at night and you're hungry, <laughs> sleep for free. dinner? Check Lord, the free- Lords of the Underground. <laughs> right. You know, it's it's fun. It's one thing. I, I, my wife does a real good job, but we both combine make sure that there's always food in the house, and then having a newborn. Like we've got plenty of leftovers from stuff that brought us. Yeah. But I, I mean, there's de- there was definitely times when I lived like by myself in Greenbelt, Maryland. You know, it was like eleven thirty. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> right. There's nothing. Silver Diner closed twenty minutes ago. Yeah. Might might there's I mean you know it's a first world problem for sure but few feelings worse than that right like you know on it's the, 2016 on the, and I can't get a meal at fucking midnight what's happening on the uh, subject of late night eats here I got an exclusive track from Desmatic and Moses Rockwell okay called, called the wow. gar, called the garbage plate garbage plate which is Rochester late night eating. I feel like we talked about it on the on the interview yeah. with Moses Rockwell. And he, he it's like macaroni and cheese and like chili and French fries with some like potato salad. Disgusting. It seems like well, all of those things individually sound great, even if I was eating them all at once individually. But what I don't understand the proprietor of the place that puts it all together. Call it garbage plate. 
how, like, why not? Why do you have so many ingredients? Just like people are so drunk, they'll eat that. Just be like, this is two fucking things <laughs> as opposed like he, to eleven that I made. Like in my mind, he's like a a very he's like a good um, business owner where he's like, all right, we got to clear out this inventory for tomorrow, <laughs> so we're gonna discount things after midnight and combine right. them all into one plate. So like we can like move. It's, it's a different thing every night. Yeah, it's like. Tuna fish and baked potato one night. <laughs> I went to a I went to a potluck at my job. This was last week, and uh, I feel like I inadvertently created the garbage plate because there was, you know, like fifty dishes. I was standing going through the line with like one flimsy, you know, paper plate. Yeah, right. And I still wanted to get all the taste together. And I think I noticed when a like a piece of curry chicken ended up in a bite of lasagna no, okay. that I was like creating some new flavors. <laughs> right, right. Right. And then pretty soon it was like there was barbecue sauce on a on a bite of cornbread or like just all sorts of weird shit. So I could see how it happens. Yeah. Eventually all that shit just mixes together and curry lasagna one. actually yeah. kinda sounds right. like the move. I don't know. Mm. I don't think we should sleep on curry lasagna. I don't, I don't know. No, I, don't think you should, that? Okay. I don't think you should sleep after eating curry lasagna because you're not gonna. <laughs> I actually I was at a, a function recently where there was it was like the clear plastic plates, mm. and so I saw someone was holding the the plate like uh, on their palm, put the food on top of it, and then almost dropped the plate because the food was hot. So I doubled up on the plate. So I was next in line. You know what I mean? It's like, don't judge me. There's plenty of these for all of y'all. It's not a bad move. Did you ever try the move where you put the bowl underneath the plate? That's the move, yeah, for sure. Put put the bowl underneath the plate? You use a bowl yeah, and then, then put the plate underneath the bowl. What size bowl? Oh, you're saying... Oh, no, oh, no I'm no, doing it the other bowl, way. You're doing bowl... Okay, that's risky, man. You can <laughs> stash some of the loose nah, food. No, nah, I don't know. <laughs> the, lo- the, the bowl, the bowl <laughs> helps to kind of even loose everything food. out. It's your boy, Loose Food. Yeah, there's a Go-Go song called Loose Food, right? Loose Food. Loose Booty. What's up with Loose Booty, though? Loose Booty. <laughs> like, that I don't think I ever thought like, about it. It's like some girl had to poop all the time. There's a strange well, you know, cover it's of funny because Loosies. The, the, the adjective loose always connotates like, oh, like, you know, a girl that, that, that gives it up easy. But like, oh. when you add it to like a body part, to the booty, like, that's right. not flattering. Right. Loose <laughs> right. belly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Actually, uh, Loose Food was actually one of the episodes on Action Bronson's spinoff, Damn That's Nutritious. Ah. <laughs> he got it in. Garbage yeah. plates, well, garbage plates will not be appearing on. Would you eat a garbage plate? Uh, I did not. When I went. I've been to Rochester, and I did not step to the garbage plate. Two of my Didn't friends did, but I was like, "I'm uh, shit." I don't know. Two thousand one. Is, okay. is normal Ashley on that that track? Nor- <laughs> normal Ashley. <laughs> Mayhem Loren. Mayhem Loren. <laughs> wow. All right, let's listen to uh, let's let's listen to the garbage plate, Desmatic featuring Moses Rockwell. Fuck with it. Profligacy. These twats got chicken pox, they not sick as me. Impossibly, nah, they not mention me. They ain't talking top notch and not mention me. I'm Goose Gossage, I'm Ron Gidgery. Heat rocks, your geek squads, a bot pregnancy. My dope is tar, I 
roast lard and leave your front lobe sparked. I ghost marks like Tone Starks and Low Clarks. Peace to the loan sharks, I'm so harsh. Clear rooms like gross farts. Your style be kingdom of Saudi, no bars. I'm Colossus on Cialis, I go hard. My schlong schwangs, my song strange, my word bond, my bond James. Fall back, LeBron's bangs. Bring it on, I bomb like Pyongyang. These pawns playing the wrong game, so I'm saying. Your small brains is gassed off the malt grains, and your tough talk's a tall tale, a false claim. Yo. I heard the sheriff of Maricopa Neris Chocha. I pray Santa Muerte feed his flesh to scarabs and vultures. Robert E. Lee's an arrogant sculpture. American culture. What's it all about, though? Not quite a socialist, Marxist, Groucho. So is you dope or is you just a bola alto? Me and my pals flow from the South Pole to Palo Alto. It is a garbage plate. It's an actual plate of garbage. Red grains. Hat like a lampshade, woke up in a full body band-aid Smellin' like a clam bake, count the money crisp The mediocre shit, 50 pence poker chip Bitter firm handshake, beta mill Down another case of ill, down and out Maker's mark, braided belt, packed full of ninja stars Lowercase dweeb, deep chats from the shallow end You're in deep shat, call a pal a friend Uncivil sour puss raps, nothing fancy Little most with sour dope Danny Pound little dollar bin spitters into college Belly flop, swan dive, and then I'll high five otter fins. I'm kinda like a store brand Aquaman. That's about as qualified to rhyme as Scott Ackerman. I'll clock me Adidas on your Rotterman, then whip me up atop a nod, baklava for minute hops. Swear to God, I'll do the deed at any cost. Nimble witted, belly soft, shitty beard, whooping cough. Big whoop, your tape shared on a blog. I don't give a misty fog, you should get a friggin' job. Grand feet is just K Swisses and Kitchy Nods. Flavorless is Jimmy John's, aping every trendy fraud. Tend to keep a face melter in the repertoire. In case you need your face melted, then the pleasure's ours. Courteous is all, get up and then some. The beat you're hearing underwent red rum. Yeah, I sweep the floor with you dummies like breadcrumbs. I understand otters don't have things. They do now, asshole. I'm not with the shits. We get this paper, you get Moses Rock Scissor Kick. Fuck with your hypothesis. Is. Me and my bro don't stop until Robocop stop blicking kids. While hypocrites pop their incog dissonance, I sip my single origin with hints of hot licorice. other news, been purchasing more Persian rugs than running shoes, I'm Robards and Magnolia, Sun and Cruise, you doesn't summon goons, I study the sun and moon, open up my third eye and enjoy the stunning view, you ain't a hundred proof, you a fucking douche, so miss me with your bullshit like free throws Andre Drummond shoots, brick, idle threats, rival sets, red or blue, right or left, right as black, Finite jest. Why you stressed if a rapper wears a bridal dress? Prilosec if you gassed. You should have bribed the refs. Simon says skydive off of a private jet and line drive into a giant fiery pile of shit. Game over. Game over, dude. What the fuck? Game, set, match. 
Fucking a. I think it's uh, he always ridiculous. is so good at really elaborating on a pattern. I yeah. think that's some of his best work with, with that pile of shit. Pile of sack. Beat is nice. Dude, the beat is, that dude, is. That, uh, that's a that's a trifecta right there, dude. Shout out to Moses Rockwell, friend of the show. What is that coming out on? So the plan that they've had, at least from what I can tell, yep. uh, is that they release a single every month. December 1st. I think they've done it for a year, right? Yep. The first of every month yep. for like a year. Comes out December 1st. So am I going to have to like... I'm hoping that he okay. he uh, compiles all of these and puts out like a some vinyl or something, man. Well, they're all on Spotify, and I'm wondering if their plan is put them out and then people can create a playlist. Uh. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I don't that's know. what I've done. I want some. I need the. I need the hard copy. Ayo. Hard copies, kid. It was dope shit. I you mean, said you've been listening. Yeah. I mean, I bought. I actually have. I do support pig food. So you do. I got the shit on my, on my iTunes, man. So that's one like, person. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please, those assholes came on our show and fucking sandbag an episode. There's no way I'm not talking shit about them every chance I get. But I love them. <laughs> we should probably go back and listen to that episode. We should probably not. They Eric Andre, the, like the, the Crow yeah. Bill show. I like to pretend it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> when people are like, Pig Food was on the show, I'm like, oh, yeah, the L Sphinx interview? Fucking great. Right. right. <laughs> uh, so what else have you been listening to? I know it's been that's God, a good. Been that's a good. Months. That's a good uh, question right there. I've been going in heavy on Milo still. Okay. Action Bronson, Mayhem Loren. Okay. I'm trying to think what else. Laurent. The, the Odyssey. Uh, the the, the Laurent. Nice. Uh, I haven't gotten into the. I haven't gotten into the Odyssey. I, I've seen Odyssey live several times. Is it? It's different than that. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm fucking. I'm, jo I'm joking. Not that much was, different. Was there new material? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. I don't think so. I think if you saw a show in the last. Uh, year it's just a really well produced well mixed version of the highlights of that show I think it's only 10 or 12 tracks yeah shout out to unknown his band Richard, is really good yep yeah the friend band. of the show who kills the rapping on uh never not getting enough which is he does not have a verse on the album but uh, at the live shows he sets the track off and that's the song where they rhyme into the DC go go beat yep murders that shit Steve you're not bumping the new Eminem um, okay. I think I might have turned the corner on the Eminem. Ooh, interesting. Because the first time I was just kind of, I was listening to the beat the first time. The beat and the chorus. Obviously, I wasn't hearing everything that Eminem had to say. So I got to give him a little bit more credit on the creative direction and speaking honestly and take you know we, this guy has been using his platform to like take chances to shit on the president so i feel like eminem needs a little bit more credit so i'm not just gonna i'm not just gonna bag the track and and diss it off off the jump so i think the record's coming out in december okay i can't wait after hearing so i listened to that track again and then i listened to the um the rick rubin malcolm gladwell podcast yep that was kind of the backstory behind it, and that also yep. I was like, okay. 
My man's just worried. I, he he's worried. He, he's worried. He, he, stop talking. I was just giving you the affirmative. Okay. I was like, yep, yep. yep. So my man M is just. He's just worried that you know the the industry and rap is going to move on without him, and all of this work is going to be for nothing. You know. He's put his whole life into this. All right. All <laughs> right. That, that lyricism as a whole is just going to become. Uh, he is probably he the, the the most the lowest on the totem pole of candidates to ever be forgotten in rap like that. I get I you know I understand like Jordan had to find things at the end of his career that pissed him off to keep him motivated. Yeah. So I understand what he's doing. Come on, who's gonna fucking forget him? You love him or hate him? People what are gonna forget. People are, people are gonna forget that he <laughs> is the greatest or. I don't know. I, mean, I don't I think f- anyone will ever say there wasn't like a five-year period where he was the best. I don't think anyone will not say that. I mean, I think okay. saying that he's the best definitely makes you like have to get into really deep it does. conversations it about hip hop because I, I think you have a guy who like in terms of lyricism, like the science of it, to me is the unbridled number one, uncontested. Right. Um, but like he doesn't have an album that's in the top fifty albums that I like. Okay. And there, are, yeah. and there are people that I think are much worse at writing rhymes than him that have better records than him. Yeah. You know, like let's, I would say, like let's take like The Shining. I know always right. use that as right. an example, right? But like I would say, The Shining or you know even like Stakes Is High are records that I like better than any Eminem record. But in I would total. never say that he's better than. Or I would never say that any of those MCs are better than him. Could you imagine if the Beat Miners were to produce an Eminem record? Well, didn't that almost happen? Didn't he almost, in 1995. <laughs> didn't he almost sign to uh, Duck Down? Yeah. Like, that... That's the stuff you have dreams about, you know? Well, you, how has he like, never oh, worked look, with I've Premier? I've never heard this Eminem album with the Beat Miners. How has he never worked with Premier? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how all that works. I mean, what, that, if, uh, that, like, what if the outsiders did a song pops? with fucking Fred Durst? You know what I mean? Like, how how did this the, not happen? Don't sleep on Fred Durst. I I will sleep with <laughs> with Fred Durst. <laughs> Looking like Fred Durst in a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. I got Who killed. Who to first? I got killed uh, in an MC battle when someone said that to me. He oh, looked no. like he looked like Fred Durst in a sweatshirt. Well, how hammer. are you gonna have me battling Fred Durst? You know, actually, I think it was yeah. set up like that. Yeah, How yeah. are you going to have me out here battling? Uh, you know what I was listening to quite a bit uh, before, during, and after, even during hmm. uh, the interview with Open Mike Eagle. I love his new album. I'm at the, I, Brick Body Kids Still Daydream is it's a very high concept. Uh, I remember when we were discussing it afterwards, there's a lot of slower songs on there. Yeah. But you know, he's one of those dudes whose uh, delivery is very effortless. And. I think sometimes it's easy to to miss what he's saying because how he says it is so impressive. Like Dez on that song, the way he was saying it was mind-blowingly impressive. And it, but the point is basically fuck you, you know. With this, the Open Mike Eagle album, sometimes it's taken me like 15 listens to to figure out the point of some of these songs. And his videos have definitely helped. Uh, like no selling. I'm no selling. I'm no. Se- Did you see the video for that with like the wrestling setup? Yeah. Shit's, I mean, it, it brings a whole new my, meaning. I think to that's my favorite song on the album is No Self. Yeah. But I got to yeah. be honest, I have not gone like, I'm like maybe a five listen at this gotcha. point. Yeah. yeah I'm about there. I need to ramp it up. 
there's just so much. To, there's so many podcasts to listen to. I was telling Chuck this off air mm. uh, during our pre-production meeting. Again, I don't know. We we got to cut the pre-production meeting down from like three and a half hours to two at I would most. Agree. But but anyway, um, being up really early with a newborn who all you need the the baby to do is sleep on or near you. Uh, you know, give your your partner a break and everything like that. Mm-hmm. That's some good TV time. I bet I'll get up at six, like till seven thirty, like every morning. I'm like, oh, what have we got on Netflix? What's Daddy? What's oh, you're Daddy talking about? Oh, you, okay. I thought you were talking. I thought you were going to well, podcast. That, I thought you were talking about podcast. I'm like, let me throw on a Kornheiser podcast. I can't exactly bump the new uh, the Eminem new- song. <laughs> I'm like, are you awake? At is this a.m.? Yeah, you, you know what? That is, it is not a six a.m. song at all. Can I point this out to you too, Steve? I'm sure you've noted this. Oh this, boy, this is the craziest thing to me about uh, babies. There's not like she'll be sleeping on my chest, right? Yeah. And like I'll like slightly adjust her leg because yeah. I'm like this can't be comfortable. She'll wake up and go ape shit. Yeah. We'll be in Target and it's so fucking loud and yeah. she's fast asleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what? What is your sweet spot here? You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't be one of those parents that drives around in the car with the with the kid. No. I there's been there's there's oh, been because they're sleeping. I definitely know people that do that. Yeah. There's been a lot of nights where I've walked around the house, up and down the stairs. It's crazy that it it, it does work. Mm. Are we always but I'll found just the, walk around. I feel like the swaddles was the move for us. Yeah. Just wrap them up super tight, you know. Wrap them up tight. Wrap them up tight. You're not going anywhere, kiddo. Sees how many how many dad wraps, how many baby bars you got in the last three months. You got a song yet? You got a song only when you breathe in. I see you when you're sleeping. Mm. <laughs> right. Actually, that sounds kind of creepy. That's right, right, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, you know, it's funny. So I've been writing. Uh, I had my plan. I finished working on all of my stuff for my upcoming album on SF Digi. Uh, it's called Live Long Enough to Learn. So I've been going back and forth with the mixes of that uh, with Max. Mm. But the plan after that, I don't particularly like writing for different projects at the same time. Uh, so I, Cubby and I, rest in peace, had started working on an album. So I was like, all right, I'm going to work on that. But like you know, I, I don't know that an ode to my newborn daughter is like exactly going to work to one of Cubby's beats. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so there's been times where like, if I don't see my daughter for like three days and I get really pissed off, like that I'm not, and I, like I'll see her, but don't get to spend the time that I'd like to with her because of work. That's when I'll write stuff for the Cubby stuff. But it, you know, it's one of these things too, man. Where like, it's so it's such an all encompassing relationship that I don't. I mean, what the hell could I say about it? <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Maybe like 18 years from now when I process, but I'm just looking at her. I'm like nine, 99% of the time I'm looking at her. I'm like, you're so cute. You're like, this is so fun. But I have those moments. I'm like, holy shit. Like this is so much responsibility. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know that I have like anything new to add to this. And I almost don't want to try to, I just want to do the best job that I can to keep you safe and raise you to be a good person. That sounds like a great title for a song. Yeah, maybe that's that. That's the angle that I need to write. Like, look, as long as you're buying your friends' music and supporting them, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> so, uh, I, I've got a t- I've got the notepad with like, you know, just strings and strings of rhyme patterns, but nothing. Not, being sleep deprived is not the best time to write. I was going <laughs> to say I would like to song. hear. A, I don't know how many how many songs have there been made about being sleep deprived. Sleep deprived. Wow, that's pretty good. It's an interesting. I mean, it is. Being sleep, def- being tired, and like up in the middle of the night is such a weird and disorienting feeling. You know, 
I was uh, I was in when I was in Italy. I think it was like 10 a.m. and I was waiting to get up <clears throat> and I, I like get out of bed and I posted something and like Steve immediately liked it yeah. on Instagram. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second, isn't it 4 a.m. on like a Tuesday? Like, what the fuck is this dude doing? So then I just send him a quick text and I'm like, why are you up? He's, right, so he's like, how'd you know? <laughs> yeah. And was, were you dealing with the kids? Do you remember? Um. Yeah, I don't even know why I was up at at that time. Yeah, but it's not like when you, you hear that you were up at four, like you're not like, what the fuck was I doing? No, like, my, that seems dude, reasonable. My, my kids are ridiculous. They they sleep straight through the night, like like eight to eight. They'll sleep twelve hours. Jesus, yeah. when did they start doing that? Leo's already doing. Oh, both of them was like almost immediately. I hate you. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Um, like, would you, are you talking like within a month? When we got home from the hospital, Ryan was like, boom, like 10 to 12 hours a night. Like, we used to have to wake her up to feed her. That's insane. Insane. And then Leo, also incredible sleeper. Oh, my God. We had like maybe. Chuck, yeah. We're, it's, it to give you happen. an idea. So my <laughs> daughter was born at eight, was born on a, a Thursday morning. And they were like, you got to nurse her like every two and a half hours. Like, don't let her sleep longer than three hours. Um, which means, and that's the part that fucks with you is like, once you're up and, you know, like, you know, the baby's not, you know, the baby's safe and everything. Like, this is great. I'm spending time with you. But to be up every two and a half, three hours, it really fucks with you pretty quickly. But like the third day, I was like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when we got home, like, it was, that was one thing to do that in a hospital. It was like a new environment and everything. When we got home, uh, that took some getting used to. And then people were like, she, you know, some people were like, my baby didn't sleep through the night or more than like five hours at a time for like seven months. Mm. Um, my daughter, there's been, you know, knock on whatever material this is. In the last like three or four days, and she'll be two months uh, on Thanksgiving, so on Thursday, or that, at least that'll be 60 days. In the last like three or four days, she's she slept more than five hours, maybe twice. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it just—it's crazy. You get used to it, and it—you know, like it—it's it, fun, but but it's it's different. Yes, yeah, so, uh, we're, getting, we're so they were sleeping. I yeah, mean, we are. We. Are, I'm sorry. We I'm were, sorry. I don't. I'm I don't, stereotypical. I don't want to rub. I don't want to rub it in, but uh, yeah. I mean, we asked the doctor. We're like, all right, should we just let her sleep? And they're like. Yeah, she's a healthy weight. Just let her sleep if she wants to sleep. I was like, right. Thank you. Right. We're gonna not but go ahead. But the doctor was like, to... "Do not tell your friend, your other friends with kids." <laughs> like, don't don't ever bring this up on a podcast. <laughs> when one of your friends just recently had. Why? Because my giving, friends like some jealous? serious no, dad advice on this boring. podcast. You realize that, right? right? We're dropping some serious gems right now. Yo, I, well, here's all right. So here's another thing. I was at a uh, somebody's birthday party a couple of weeks ago, and I was talking to people that don't have kids. And I was like, "Look, there's so much shit. I wish somebody had told us. Mm. Like, if you have a, a cesarean, mm. they don't. The baby doesn't get the final push through the birth canal, so like, there's right. still amniotic fluid in their lungs. Like, our baby, like the first like two or three days, would wake up. Like, mm. it, we thought she was choking. She wasn't. Like, air was still going down her nose. Mm -hmm. But it was like it was so scary. And I was like, we went to fucking like. Literally like eight hours worth of class. They didn't tell you that. <laughs> nobody mentioned. Nobody thought to mention this. Yeah, it seems like a big thing to mention. Yeah. Um, what I mean, the, the sleep deprivation is that's that's the real part. Um, 
I don't know, just like little tricks. There's like a bunch of different like holds. Like, have you seen the one where you lay them across your lap mm-hmm. and then let their belly hang in between your legs so like the gas can move around and just pat them on the bottom? Yeah. You know, I was like, the fuck are you showing me how to swaddle for? It's too, there's like little sacks that you zip up and they're swaddled. I need to learn the, the poses to get this thing to fart and go to sleep. <laughs> so, I can, so I can watch Mindhunter. It, it's fun. It is it's, like trouble. It is kind of like troubleshooting like a. Right, right, right. Like some random like a, electronic device. You're like, all right, have you tried this? <laughs> try this, tried then you try that. Try this, try right. this, then try that. Okay. That worked. So do that unplug every, it and uh, wait 20 seconds. Do that every like, time really? now. Yeah. Right. Well, it, it is one of those things where, like, like I'll have her on my, uh, I'll, I'll be holding her so, like, her head is, like, right next to my ear. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, I just fed you. I changed you. Like, I heard you burp while you were eating. Like, Everything you know, is you, good. Yeah. You put, you're just going to scream now. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, yep. that's good. However long that lasts. Yep. And it's one of those things where, there's times that like her time to do that usually is around like nine o'clock right and i'm just sitting there like listening to it like walking around and i'm like by the time she stops i'm like is it like two in the morning it's like 907 (laughs) you know what i mean it feels like it lasted forever but anyway i you know it's it's great it's fun yeah I, i was just looking at uh my notepad though it says I'm a machine with a lot of parts who thinks it's funny when my daughter farts. So I went from real abstract to pretty. Uh... That's tight. <laughs> That's the that is the full circle right there. Right, right. So I got uh, a. Uh, I, I, oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna say I got it. I I got to hear about Italy. I just got to. Got that balls, Vin. Mainly the food. <laughs> what do you want to hear? So I went to balls, uh, Vin. That balls, Vin. <laughs> Cover me, I'm going all in. <laughs> Lots of umbrella and some balls vid. <laughs> uh, I'm the short and fat to my skinny and tall twin. So check it out. Uh, so when I was in Modena, I went to... Have you guys ever watched Chef's Table? Uh, I've definitely seen it before. So I went to the restaurant that's episode one of season one. Uh, it's probably like one of the top five restaurants in the world. Is it's that where a... they went in uh, Master of None? Yes. Okay. Dope. That place area of Francescana. Uh, so probably it's listed as 12-course tasting. I mean, there are, there's food coming out that's like not even listed on the menu. I think I'd put it at about 20 different dishes by the time it was all said and done. And your boy, <clears throat> no surprise here, had to do the wine pairing to go along with that <laughs> that's the move dude and actually it was uh it wasn't even a wine pairing it was more of a beverage pairing like right away the the first like i think it's called the mouche bouche right where like the f- food comes out just to cleanse your palate and there's like a basically like a frozen sort of margarita like drink that was made out of sake oh and i was like i was like all right we're not fucking around tonight yeah, yeah. and then like maybe six courses in i started to get a little full and like a cocktail showed up in the middle, but like a very like digestive, like a chartreuse type of drink to kind of, you know, like smooth the liquid plumber, out. if you will. <laughs> yeah, smooth things out. The plumber to call first. Right. Uh, it's amazing. I mean, it's like, I, I at one point, and I apologize to anyone else that was in the dining room with me. Um, there's a dish that's called Parmesan Five Ways, and it's like Parmesan of five different ages, like huh. served 
in different so one's like a cream on the bottom then there was like a piece of like parmesan ice cream then there was like a mousse then there was like a piece of cheese and then there was a cracker Jeez. and they're all like various ages and i was like i think my exact words were like and it's probably at the top of my lungs too and you guys know that it's not that i'm yeah. mixed loud on the podcast it's right. that i'm just a loud fucking <laughs> right. dude <Right>. and <laughs> i'm like this isn't even food it's a love letter to existence. <laughs> Did the people around you speak English? Uh, ironically, uh, two of the six tables at the restaurant were people from New York. Oh, really? One guy lived like five minutes from us. <laughs> wow. If that's, that's not an episode title, I don't know what it, what it is. Yeah. A love letter, a love to, letter exi- to existence. <laughs> That's, it is Actually, that's a great food. name for this, oh this episode. Oh you, think, you would think Cole would have said it. <laughs> right, right. It turns out it wasn't Cole's love for his beautiful newborn daughter. <laughs> Better letter. It was <laughs> Chuck's love for five different types of cheese. <laughs> for moose cheese. Uh, give me, give like, me, like, did they give you, like, I, I know they didn't bring out, like, spaghetti and meatballs. Like, what was the pasta that they brought out? Um... So one of them, so this place is definitely like, you got to remember if you're doing heavy, heavy food and like 20 courses, a lot of this food is like very bite size or, you know, call it like four or five bites. Yep. What's his, what was this restaurant called? I want to, I'm going to just want to look up pictures of the food so I can. It's called Asteria. Asteria. It's called Asteria Francescana. I can't begin to spell that, but I know it's F-R-A-N. I got it. I got it. And it's in, it's in Modena. Okay. Um, so there's a there's a dish that's called the crunchy part of the lasagna. Oh, okay. And you know, like when someone makes a pan of lasagna, there's that piece in the corner, yeah. and the top half of it burns a little bit. Oh, I think I bet you're gonna see a picture of the. So was it just Parmesan a plate of that? Oh, but it was tiny. And actually, the was there tiny. was like a pasta thing. <laughs> there was a pasta thing that curled up in the shape of a C and was colored in uh, to look like an Italian flag. Wow. So do they make yeah, like a, do they make like large Oh, this is like eating jewelry food and portion it out or how does that work? No, I think everything's made small. individually. What the fuck? Wow. Yeah, I think it's all okay. made individually. This is like, like a piece of fish. They're like they're listening. They have this nine course tasting menu. It looks like an like a track listing for an album. <laughs> yeah, there was something called Autumn in New York, which I believe is actually a song title. Was one of the dishes. Yeah. So tempura of aula with carpion sorbet, an eel swimming up the Po River, gray and <laughs> gray and black rice. Cod, oh, I had that. That's yours. Cod nostrum. How much? Cod how nostrum much seems like a rapper from Queens. Cod nostrum. <laughs> <laughs> Suckling pig, tender and crunchy. Mm-hmm. How much say did you have in in what you were getting at, what you were having brought out to you? What? So you can go in there and do a la carte, but if you do the tasting, there's no say other than, uh, actually, two of us on the show are allergic to shrimp. So I told well, him I was allergic to shrimp. Are? Yeah, I didn't know that. D- yep, you definitely knew I, that. Uh, he, I know. I'm just I'm humoring him. Oh uh, my bad. So... I, I don't have the visuals <laughs> up right now. <laughs> he definitely knows that. Um, so I told him that, but they're like, you can eat any other shellfish. And I said, yeah. And uh, they swapped in lobster meat in one of the dishes that normally has shrimp. Right. Which, frankly, 
as someone who has eaten shrimp before right, in my right, life right, before right. I ever had an issue with it, was like a major upgrade that I would recommend anyone who goes there uh, to pretend that you have a shrimp allergy right. <laughs> to get that lobster upgrade <laughs> free of charge. You know, it's a real shame. I'm allergic to leather shoes. It's like, all right, well, here's a steak instead. You can have that. <laughs> and then uh, how was the wine? Like, you must have gone to some pretty interesting places for wine while you were over there. Oh, oh fuck yeah. Um, we went to Parma on a day trip and uh, got recommended to go to this bar that was like, you kind of stand outside where you're using like actual wine barrels that are in the street as the tables and they're playing like only New Orleans style jazz from like 1950 to 1970 and just had <clears throat> like the most ridiculous amount of bottles by the glass and the guy was really good at giving recommendations and everything was like two dollars it was fucking ridiculous wow. what? Uh, and then dope. yeah <clears throat> I mean we were in Bologna for that's my third time going our third time going in four years shit and really? Just, yeah, meat wow. meat plates and, and cheese plates, man. Go in the fucking. By the way, I think it's pronounced Bologna. Your your Instagram was just like all meat <laughs> and cheese Instagram, for meat three plate. days. Meat plate, meat plate. <laughs> yeah, meat plate, meat plate. Picture near some like water or something. Meat plate. <laughs> that is exactly what my Instagram looks like, and it's funny because I don't I don't really use the gram that much because I don't. I mean. I'm sure when I first moved to New York, I was posting pictures that were like subway platform <laughs> or like all these like, things that now are not like that. It's a Penn Station, right? You know, like, shit that I New just stand. do every day. And I, yeah, and I never think anything of it. City bike. Uh, but going. it's something about traveling. It's like part part of me is like I want to document it for me. Part of me is like, yeah, I want to I want to put this out there. Um, but I was only eating and drinking and then going on walks. <laughs> So like it would just be like food, food, picture by water, food, food, picture in a park, food, 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 alcohol, alcohol. It's the way to go, man. That's what you say. It's got to keep you in shape, like, like for all you're consuming. Oh, we were walking like fifteen, maybe twenty thousand steps a day. Jesus. Um, I think every other day we went on like a three mile run, and I still packed on like probably ten pounds. Off yeah, there. but I mean that's you know, that's the thing though. I feel like of all the times in your life where you'd like I you know like the week of Thanksgiving like. Oh, I hate myself for having this, you know, like extra sir. Your fucking honeymoon, let it go. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So the interesting thing was, and Cole and I have talked about this before, the elusive morning workout. Mm-hmm. So when I got back, I, I actually was over there long enough that I completely acclimated to the time change. What's the and time then, difference? Uh it's six hours. Ahead. Actually it was kind of weird that I was over there uh for daylight savings time for them, which is a week off from us so it was six hours and then five hours hmm. like it switched in the middle i had no idea they do it over there too that how many different time zones did they have they uh i mean i assume they're just one of the 24 let's find out okay but uh but they're for some reason they're off by one weekend go figure but uh when i got back like i was just waking up at six o'clock in the morning and i was like fuck it and started nice work it out in the morning i highly recommend it to anyone who has a stressful job because i basically for the last four plus years of my life felt like i was just chasing mm-hmm. my job and could never catch it mm. and part of it is like you're like I, I have to leave at six and then the reason i have to leave at six is like i gotta do this 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 and, this, and working out is usually one of them mm-hmm. and i think we all know it's also the first one to go always right. the first one to go 
Right. Because what are you going to do? Not go to the fucking grocery store? <laughs> like, if you don't have anything for dinner? Yeah. Like, not go get a trash bag if there's none there? But, like, it's always easy to blow off working out. Yeah. And I know there's, like, a military guy that does, uh, that does, like, motivational speaking that tells people, you know, the most important thing to do when you wake up in the morning is make your bed. Yeah. Because, like, at that point, you've accomplished something. Yeah. And I feel like you could work out and have, like, the worst workout where you're fucking exhausted. Yeah. And you say you want to run three miles and you run one. And you say you want to curl 30 pounds and you curl 15. Yeah. And then by the time you go up and you're in the shower, you're like, all right. At least I worked out. words of Steve Bills, I knocked that out. Right. (laughs) It's very true, man. Sometimes if I'm just, like, not feeling it at all, like, all right, I'm going to work out. I I don't need to fucking... Do some Olympic type lifting here. Just do something. Get my heart rate. Just up. get in there, and then once like once you get Go through like a, a little store. warm up, you know, you throw on some Mayhem Loren. You fucking <laughs> right. You're you're busting off guns in your in your garage. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> all right. Well, so one, let me ask that you this. That one fifty one. That one fifty one shit. <laughs> Chuck, what's your workout in the morning? Do you go to the gym in your building? Yeah, I have a gym in my building, so I usually run. Chuck's gym. I aim is to run. Ridic- Chuck's gym is and everybody else's gold's gym in the building. Welcome to Chuck's gym. <laughs> oh, that's true. I, actually, Steve, Steve uh, came up the day before the wedding. Uh, we did a little workout. To get a workout, it. dude. That thing is super nice. Yeah, yeah, it's super nice. It's nice. That's the other thing. I, I live in a building with like 450 units. Like this is a fucking yeah. major high-rise building. So it's a big gym, but like that shit is crowded at 6:30. Wow. On a weeknight. It's not crowded at, at 7 a.m. Right, right. Now, what are you doing? You doing treadmill? You doing what you like? Deadlift? I'm doing, I'm usually doing treadmill and then I'll do like two, uh, like weightlifting. I'll just like, you know, I'll do like bench and curls or I'll do like back and tricep or I'll do like leg press and something. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'll just go, because I'm going every day. So I know you can run every day, but you can, uh, right. You don't want to like, do the same arm exercises every day or every other day. Fuck. Back day again? <laughs> you should do all yeah. back, actually, Cease. <laughs> Steve, all you should benefit you from just doing back all the time. Yeah. Steve, what about you? <sighs> I actually have my workout into two two nice workouts. All right. I'll do a little warm-up. Forget cardio. Never do cardio. Okay. Because I'll... Either How do you stay in like, shape? Either, I mean, you're in good shape. Just weightlifting. That's it. But no cardio. Cardio, cardio gonna get gonna get you injured pretty quick. Okay. Your just knees gonna swell place. up. Your ankles are okay. gonna swell up. I okay. used to love cardio, but I can't do this shit anymore. I should get hurt. Is yeah. cardio B a new rapper? I know that's Car- Cardi B. Cardio cardio B. Low cardio. Low cardio. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyways, I got just take the muscle group, split them up. I do it. I set my. Uh, timer for a minute in between sets and how long do you go for hour max okay yeah that's it also max max is a doppelganger max hour ben. max hour max yeah. max ben. Hour <laughs> you know it's funny so i i i don't i mean it was it literally was not it couldn't have been more than five years ago that i was playing basketball seven days a week like yeah i mean it wasn't great but it, like i was able to do it very swiftly back to backs went out uh, and now, I, I'm like I can't do it during the week, so I'll play on Saturdays. I've used the uh, the elliptical machine. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely want to get one for my house because I feel like just 20 minutes on that in the morning. That's good. I'd have a complete, you know, I'd have a completely different outlook on. But then that would seriously cut into 
A, my daughter, my time holding my daughter, and B, my time watching Mindhunter. So, so you pick your battles. I, I got an elliptical TV with in, a TV on it in front, dog. Throw a TV on Throw it. Throw the TV That's a on solid booth. The other thing is, move. I've like kind of fallen out of uh, out of the loop with sports a little bit. Mm. Yeah, just because I've been real busy, and uh, you know, when I work out in the morning, I have the there's a TV on the treadmill. I watch ESPN for like 20 minutes. I mean, that shit was heavenly this morning. Like, I didn't necessarily catch all the highlights of the NFL games yesterday. <clears throat> ESPN's just running that shit on a loop. Oh yeah. So if you watch Sports Center for 25 minutes in the morning, you get the highlights of every. It's, it's seeing NFL certain things twice. Lonzo like they show coverage. it. Yeah. Then they're showing like it in the top 10 again. Like I mean, I, I kept watching that Roger Lewis catch that the Giants had against the Chiefs. Hmm. Uh, I kept seeing you know some of the Redskins Saints highlights. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unfucking believable. Uh, before we go down this this rabbit hole, we got I got another exclusive I want to play. Um, actually. Can we can we wrap this up in the next like five ten minutes and then just play that song at the end? Yeah, let's do that. I, I got it. I got a I got a baby to take care of. Oh no, that's, sorry, okay. that's a cold line. Okay. The teleprompter had that fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Do I, I mean, how do we? Well, can we get this posted for Thanksgiving? Or yeah. do you not see? No. It's funny because I'm like, I, I think this would be good for people that people are going to be driving around. They're going to be so sick of the people they're around pretty quickly. I feel like having a new episode would be good to give them. But I'm, I think when we've had this discussion in the past, you guys didn't think that anyone would listen to it on Thanksgiving. Uh, I think it's worth it to put it up there. Yeah, I think there's a cool. lot of trips. Yep, that's cool. Shut up, kids! Listen to these idiots. By the way, thinking of new music, I want to get this out because I forgot to say it earlier. Is I've seen, uh, <clears throat> seen and heard three clips from the new Static Selector album. Okay. And I will say that while Static Selector has some jams, like Bird's Eye View in particular, come to mind. Uh, not always an album that I'm like, yo, I really want to check this. Okay. Um, usually something I'll go through, but like not a lot of anticipation. Okay. There's a Run the Jewels track. There's a West Side Gun and Conway, which, by the way, I still don't know who's who. And um, oh, terminology. Oh, dude, I just don't. I've never. If someone said the, who the is the higher pitched guy, that's Conway? West Side Gun. No. Okay, so Conway's the guy who has the <laughs> he has the speech impediment, or not okay. speech impediment. He, but the half yeah. of it, I guess half of his face is paralyzed from getting shot. Actually, Jeez. he's the nicer one, in my opinion. He's nicer than West Side Gun. Okay. He, gotcha. he reminds me of Big, actually. And then so I've got the West Side Gun and Conway, the Run the Jewels, and the Terminology track hmm. that have been leaked off there. They're all on Duck Down's Instagram. Okay. Has clips of all of them. Wow. Fire. Oh. Like, definitely going to be... Yeah. This album's going to... A lot of people are going to be talking about this record when it drops. Yeah, I'm looking at it. They've already got the track listing on Discogs. Oh, who else is on it? Uh... Because Run the Jewels seems to kill everything they get on right now. Yep. Like that the joint with uh, DJ Shadow. That's a, that's I think a banger. I was, I was flying back, and I watched that awful movie where um, Amy Schumer gets, like, kidnapped. I think it's called Taken. Don't know. She, like, goes on vacation with her mom that's played by Goldie right. Hawn. Okay. And uh, they even use it in there. Okay. Picture this. I'm a bag of dicks. Put me to your lips. I am sick. I will punch a baby bear in this shit. Yeah. Uh, you guys don't know about the new different styles. Remember Conway West? 
<laughs> That's pretty good. Conway West. I thought it was Kanye South. Kanye South. The fucking uh, the Kanye uh, Southwest. The Run the Jewels tracks are ridiculous. Yeah. Now that's the, you're talking about. I'm sorry, you were talking about the DJ Shadow one, and I've heard that, and the Static Selected one are they're fucking amazing. I haven't heard. Yeah, of the those Static guys are like fire right now. Okay, can I hear the Static Selected one somewhere? It's on SoundCloud. Okay, it is. Got I it. think I saw it on think, Twitter or something like that. I think gotcha. Cam sent it to all of us, maybe. Okay, okay. maybe it was uh, Cole and I. Shout out to Cam. DJ Cam. I, I told you Cam. a story of when he and his wife brought their son over. Hmm. And he's not. He wasn't walking yet. He was just crawling. Making beats. Sorry. They, yeah. We we came downstairs to our basement. And he literally crawled around the perimeter of the basement for like forty five minutes. Like it was not stopping. <laughs> he's like, you got a leak down here somewhere. I'm gonna it's, find it. For it's you. incredible. Yeah. I mean, just the energy that these kids have. Man. These kids. Eh? Hey, shout out to DJ Addict. I haven't heard from you in a while. Give me a shout out. I Addict. talk to him. I talk to him regularly. I'm sure he'll, he'll hear this. He actually did cuts. Uh, for the album and oh, I can't wait to hear that we talk about uh, yeah you know one of my favorite things to do we should actually encourage our listeners to do this mm. Addict and I will just randomly text each other uh, a statement that the, one of the funnier dudes on All oh, Yeah Dude makes like completely out of context it's always like dude what episode was that from we should have our listeners do that I like that text your favorite thing that we say your favorite saying out of context to someone and if they ask what it is, they'll end up listening to the podcast. Got it. Picture this. Picture this. That's, I'm a bag of dicks. Is that what he says? All right, so the homie Rapswell sent me a new exclusive, exclusive Pen Pals track. It's, All right. It's that fire. Okay. It's called Trip to Peru. Trip to Who Peru. did the beat on the Squires? I didn't ask the question. Let's say it Squires did it. Until until we get corrected, Squires made the beat. Until you hear it different. All right. Are we we going out on this? This is it. We're going out. Going out on Cornbill's episode. On Feels good to be back. In thirty. It does. When are we coming back after this? I don't. I mean, no we'll commitments. We don't months. make. We don't yeah. make commitments like that. We'll see. We're like a hot chick. No commitment. <laughs> or at least uh, that's funny. <laughs> We're at least doing a clip show. Agreed. We got some, oh, got true. some hot, hot gems pulled. Listen, everyone, thank you for the patience. You know, uh, oh, fuck. All right, well, thank you for the patience. Uh, you know, I'm sure everybody understands babies getting married. You know, things happen. We're going to try and get back to the regular rotation. I don't think we talked about um, My hair. Chuck rhyming with bunk Sorry. from The Wire. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> we need to discuss that. We got to play the clip. Actually, should we? Say, should to, we? Do you want me to pull it out of my phone right now? Can we? Let's. Uh, can you add it in later to give it the best audio quality? Yeah, I'll put it right here. And, yeah. Okay, and then we'll close with the. Uh... <laughs> that shit was amazing. I think I put it on the Chrome Bills Instagram account. You did probably the Twitter. You did. So I mean, everybody check out the Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. We got three. I think shirts. we only we got three the... shirts left at this point. So if anybody's we only interested in, the picture. in a shirt, holler at me. And shout out to Wendell Pierce for serving me in a battle. We appreciate that. It was you did you did great. You were like, oh, I was a little faded. I'm not sure I did like it was as good an eight bar. It was the perfect eight bars for the situation. A couple references to the shows he'd been in. He was feeling you too. Right. He at first he was like, but was this like, you know, confrontation? Like is it battle or whatever? And then by the end of it, he was like, Yo, you're kind of nice, dude. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna insert the clip right here. 
All right. Insert clip here. Here on Frankfurt Street, jazz is the shit. Me and you, let's do what we do. Right. Let's see so, what you got. Like, see if you can. I get see. Through. I see Donald Trump. I know the end is near. It's but my life is great because I'm here with Wendell Pierce. All right. Think about the end of the day. I'm a fan of you, The Wire, but I even love Tremaine. Much more. I stay rhyming. Love every show you've done with David Simon. This is the type of zone that I'm in. Too drunk to complete the rhyme. Fine. It's fine. I'm fine. That's cool. Thanks for doing that for me. Because you a bad motherfucker. It's clearly I see. Came down here and drinking your shit, but we're gonna get with it right here, and this is it. Oh. I'm Wendell P. I'm with my boy. He's hanging with all his toys. Yep, yep. He's gonna get that girl that ring, and then he's gonna do that ding a lang. Oh! oh. 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 <laughs> Out of that clip. Amazing shit, Chuck. That was awesome, Chuck. Wendell. Bunk. Bunk, hooking it up. Friend of the show. Word Antoine up. Baptiste. <laughs> That's his name on Tremay. And right. shouts to the pen pals. Thanks everybody. To the pen pals listening. exclusive shit right here. Trip to Peru. New pen pals, you better play that. We got it down pat. Say Jack. Van White, make the letter spin. Made a fortune off a of rap. We some veterans. New pen pals, you better play that. We got it down pat. Say Jack. Vanna White made a letter spin. Made a fortune off a of rap. We some veterans. Cold blooded like it's ice in my veins. Feeling right as rain got right as pain. He lighted cane. These lightweights will never see the light of day. Can't make it to the final stage. Swelling cynic like Batman and Michael Caine. Not the butler, it's Jack Carter. We black hearted. Chilling with Paulie up in the back office. Satriellis. Have your wifey scratching my belly. Get the back of a deli. You acting all jelly. Machiavelli, a prince. You looking like a little lackey, a bitch. Treat your face like a hacky sack. Happily, kid. Smacking my lips at a couple bad bitches. Shaking their asses. I'm kicking back. Giving my glass a rinse of absinthe. Triple down a couple of raps. We got a classic. Yo. You lack passion, and that's it. In it for some quick cash, you won't last long. Another smash hit, pen pals, about to blast off. New pen pals, you better play that. We got it down pat, say Jack. Vanna White, make a letter spin. Made a fortune off a of rap, we some veterans. New pen pals, you better play that. We got it down pat, say Jack. Vanna White, make the letter spin. Made a fortune off a of rap, we some veterans. Shorty looking like we lady in the tramp Baby girl tickling some ivories on the baby grand I play my hand in the nut show Straight gusto Buzzing like a cup of cafe buster low Custom robes, silk shopping in Shibuya Dropping lots of moolah, huh? Yeah, what's it to ya? Crystal doula kiss the jewel up on my pinky ring Fool's a rinky thing Throw him in the drink and sink or swim Stick a dick it like a shish kebab It ain't a thing These wacky neighbors acting zany again Famous pen like it's claiming independence. Ain't rapping my descendants, but I'm bearing their resemblance. Emblem on the whips, the silver plate, the double R. No other car is up to par, no need to get all up in arms. Me and my brother are some fucking stars. Chugging milk plus in the Corova over rugged bars. New pen pals, you better play that. We got it down pat, say Jack. Vanna White made the letter spin. Made a fortune off a of rap, we some veterans. New pen pals, you better play that. We got it down pat, say Jack. Vanna White made the letter spin.